It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VEASAN's Daily Morning Bets. Here's your hosts, Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. Hi, Wes. We're going to talk some uh, college hoops here. And, uh, you know, I like to fade teams off big wins. After a big win, beware of the next game. Wake stumbled after a – I almost said it. They didn't upset Duke. Knocked off Duke. Wake was a small favorite in that game before the fans stormed the court. Uh, but St. John's did upset Creighton after Creighton upset UConn. It's like dominoes falling here. Now the Red Storm on the road at, I would say – for you and me, probably a top three venue in college basketball. 100%. Of course, uh, um, Hinkle Field House, named after the great Tony Hinkle. Uh, my grandfather actually played for Tony Hinkle uh, uh, there at Butler. Uh, Tony was also a baseball coach uh, there. But these two teams have fallen by the way, not totally by the wayside, but they've certainly fallen off the bubble in two teams that I think are really desperate for a win. Uh, after that win at Creighton uh, to start February, that 99-98 win that Butler got in Omaha, they're one and five in their last six games. Uh, just a win over Providence. And yeah, home, and such lost a good win straight. for the Bulldogs in Omaha, and then uh, they've stumbled. Since and that's then. when the spotlight got on yeah. them, you know. And that's when people started to take notice, like, "Hey, Thad Mata's doing a really good job at Butler, and he has this season with the uh, uh, remake of the roster." But St. John's, of course, uh, they had their their spell where they were they were twelve and four, and then went to fourteen and twelve. So lost went two and eight over ten games uh, after the Seton Hall game. That's when uh, Rick Pitino got on the players and and everything uh, man, probably threw him under the bus even though uh, he tried to make it right with the guys but look they've won their last two games didn't cover in a win against Georgetown even though they were up big most of the game and then they win against Creighton probably their win of the year 80 to 66 uh, in the garden on Sunday so now they go to Butler all right one thing I want to say about St. John's before you continue uh, I've heard a lot of talk about how the Red Storm players have responded to Rick right. Pitino's criticism right I'm not going to quite go that far. I think it's maybe it's worked to a certain extent, but let's face it. The first game after that was against a really bad Georgetown team. 
And St. John's gave up 85 points in that game, 90 to 85. Not really that impressive of a win, right? The next time out, St. John's catches Creighton in a great spot at the Garden. So I don't want to overreact here and like it's a renaissance by the Red Storm. And now they're going to blow into the month of March and uh, go on a big winning streak. I still think Butler, if you ask me to bet this game, I think Butler is going to be the right side. Yeah. And uh, I really like the guards. First of all, Posh Alexander, a transfer from St. John's, is a tough point guard. DJ Davis, another guard for Butler I like. I like to spot much better for Butler here. Too. I, I I do too. I think the number is right. I, I think we would obviously like to see this sentiment come in on St. John's and show up in the market uh, on uh, Wednesday morning and Wednesday afternoon, and like to get uh, Butler as a Hinkle home dog. Certainly, right now Butler minus one. You're seeing some one and a halfs out there, but at DraftKings it's uh, minus one, and that's St. John's Butler seven forty four on the rotation. Let's go all the way down to the Pac-12. And 7.56, this is a rematch from a, an annihilation two weeks ago. Arizona blew out Arizona State. Now, I mean, blowout's not even the right word. Annihilation was the right word. It was a 105 to 60. Yeah. Arizona now a 12-point favorite in Tempe. Total is 159.5. The rematch after such a humiliating loss like that. Do we back the Sun Devils here getting double digits? I am going to back the Sun Devils here, actually. And actually, uh, you know, this kind of is a recurring theme because we talked about St. John's and what is perhaps a letdown spot. Uh, how about Arizona State getting Washington State in that letdown spot? I think you and I both played that on Saturday. Yep. And uh, Arizona State gets the win outright at Tempe. This Arizona State team has had some good performances. They've just been so erratic throughout the season. That's why they're 14 and 14 and 8 and 9 uh, in the pack. But at home, they, they've beaten Utah. They've beaten Colorado. They've beaten Washington State. So Arizona uh, could be next. And they lost barely to UCLA by two. So they've actually been okay at home against, against the better teams in the conference. They've actually lost kind of the middling lower teams. Uh, but uh, Arizona going on the road. Maybe they feel like they're they're back in uh, uh, the conference, and actually they are leading because they're twelve and four. Washington State twelve and five. Now, if they tie, Washington State of course has a tiebreaker sweeping the Wildcats. But Arizona, I, I, I think this is like Arizona State's you know final good performance of the season, uh, if you will, unless, unless they continue playing well. But I feel like this is the one that they're totally going to get up for here because. Then they have the two games in Southern California next week, so they don't have a they don't have a game on the weekend. You know, maybe they're still practicing. Maybe they go home if they're nearby. But this is the one that they're going to focus on. They're not looking ahead to anything. This is the rivalry game. So I do like the Sun Devils actually getting twelve here, even though this can be a really erratic team offensively, and we know how potent the Wildcats are offense. I would also say maybe hold off a little bit. You get twelve and a half or thirteen. Who knows? You, you never know when yeah, you're going to need that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the overnight market. There are still plenty of 12s. There are some 11 and a half starting to show, though. Well, that's at Circa. I think the public's going to be on Arizona. You look at the last matchup, oh, 105 to 60. That was, I watched that game. That was an Arizona avalanche, late first half, early second half. Just totally got out of control. And that and the body language for the yeah. Sun Devils, they, they did kind of pack it in because I think a couple kids fouled out early, yeah. and you could tell they were getting discouraged because then you start looking for things to blame. You start blaming the referees because you're not getting any calls. The crowd's all over your butt. So, you know, 
you don't know. And, and, uh, it's still a rivalry. Yeah. And, uh, you want payback for that embarrassment. Hey, look, Arizona State is 14 and 14 on the season, eight and nine in the Pac 12. Not a bad team. Three and two in the last 12. The other loss was 84 to 82 to Washington in overtime. That was a game Arizona State easily could have won. The only bad game in the last five is that blowout in, in Tucson. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, the Sun Devils, uh, will make this competitive. I also lean, Arizona State getting the points. Want to get the best number I can in that game. I'm going to put you on the spot here in the SEC because I know you've been looking for the right spot to bet Missouri, thinking that the Tigers are going to crack the win column in the conference. They are catching 13 against Florida in Gainesville. You got the you got the guts to take the points with yeah, the Tigers. Let's see if I have the cods okay. here because uh, I, I want to wait and see if this goes up a little bit. I think it might. Uh, Missouri 0 and 14. Uh, they have had some cover spots, and I have bet them a couple times in this streak. They did cover against Tennessee at home, only lost by five. Actually, led for a good decent part of the game, but. Uh, Mizzou, uh, they lost at home to Florida 79 to 67 earlier this season. It's just been a a miserable time for, uh, for, for Dennis Gates and his crew. But I still think that this team is trying now they got beat by 15 at Arkansas Uh and we saw what happened to Arkansas uh, tonight. They lose at home to Vanderbilt. So I don't think you should be in a rush to bet Missouri yet. I think wait throughout the day, see, you know, every little half point is going to matter. See if you can get 14 here, but it would be it would it would be Tigers or nothing. Uh, not that I think Florida is necessarily looking ahead, uh, but Florida, by the way, they didn't end up covering against Vanderbilt. Now, now Vanderbilt, I watched a little bit of that game Saturday afternoon. Vanderbilt was pressing late and got a couple turnovers and got a couple steals and got within the number because Florida was ahead of the number. But Florida does go to South Carolina on Saturday, and then they do have Alabama at home next Tuesday. So. Are they going to be interested in, in running Missouri out and really take them seriously? Missouri, I think, I don't think that they've quit. I still think that they're going to try, uh, unlike maybe some other uh, winless conference teams. All right, so that may be a game that you play. Yes. What about Northwestern Maryland to wrap it up here in the Big Ten? The Terps open three and a half up to five, five and a half. Against the purple yeah, I, I think the market uh, the market does have this right. Uh, was uh, was hoping to take. I missed that opener, uh, unfortunately. But Maryland fifteen and 13, 7 and ten back against the wall here. Uh, uh, lost seventy two to sixty nine back in January. That was a very close game. Northwestern was actually down in the final minute, and uh, Maryland couldn't hang on for the victory. So Maryland at home, even though at at home they haven't they've lost four games this year. Remember they won ran the table at home last year have actually been a little bit better on the road but you do have northwestern coming in uh northwestern 19 and 8 they are 10 and 6 uh they i believe they i believe they covered their last two uh will cover one at indiana and then uh, against uh, michigan they've had almost a week off northwestern looking pretty solid to get one of those top four seeds they're third in the big 10 so i think the market has this right that this is the turf spot here on wednesday night It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.